0: Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just had nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. Oh, what is on the menu for today's podcast, Holden? Well, uh, believe it or not, we have a movie called The Menu this week, oh. um, as well as the penultimate episode... Of Andor,
1: titled something. Uh Daughter of Ferex, I think. Yes, sounds right. Sounds about <laughs> right. And if you want to hear our first impressions of God of War Ragnarok, stick around for what are you doing? No spoilers there. Not Yeah. First yeah. impressions. Not a full review
0: or anything, because we are far from done.
1: Yes, and I am, if Holden's far from done, I am farther from done, so... Yeah. <laughs> But stay tuned to what are you doing for that. Of course, time codes in the description. Otherwise, let's dive in. Hold it. That one movie movie podcast. (gasps) Tomp.
0: All right, Jimmy. First, we have to do the toms.
1: The Toms, the Toms,
0: Toms, the Toms. Toms is a rapid fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw's the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy,
1: let's get to it. Let's get started with trailers, Holden. We have a new Pixar movie coming out called Elemental. We got a little sneak preview. Mm -hmm. First impressions, Holden. Thoughts? Yeah, uh, I mean, I
0: think this, I mean, it looks like a, a Pixar movie, so very good. Um, it, it's a, a little bit more stylized than what you may think of like a standard Pixar Disney 3D animated movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got a little creative world here. It looks like it's a world filled with different uh, elementals. Um, looks like primarily it's water, air. I think it's earth or grass or something or plants or something. Um, and then fire. Um, so I don't know if we'll have more than that, but I guess if it is just the earth, air, fire and water, that's like the avatar
1: elements right there. So there you go. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Here's the official synopsis in a city where fire, water, land and air residents live together. A fiery young woman and a go with the flow guy you like that go with the flow yeah. guy. <laughs> Discover something elemental, how much they actually have in common. Hmm. Do you think this will be like a... It's, obviously, there's going to be romance, it, it seems like. Yeah. And, uh, you think it'll be like a Romeo, Juliet, Capulet, Montague situation where it's like, oh, I can't be with you. You are a different element.
0: Well, see, uh, I don't know because I feel like if they go that way, it's... I, I mean not dissimilar to like similar things they've like Disney did with like Zootopia and stuff. So I'm kind of hoping it's a little bit different than that angle specifically. Um, Holden
1: Sutter. It's not dissimilar to similar things. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, anyway i uh, i I hope they don't do that either because it's a trope we've seen a million times yeah
0: i think there's like there's definitely more unique ways you could take it i mean even if they if it's not a romance if it's just a some sort of friendship and them trying to like get around you know being complete opposites literally like basically like being like hurting each other physically whenever they're near each other i don't know i i i think there's definitely interesting ways you could take it and like the animation looks very fun and unique so i'm i'm excited to see where
1: this can go yeah the tagline is opposites react that's right yeah (laughs) very nice go with the flow guy he's Uh, It's very very clever
0: they didn't mention whether it's gonna be in theaters or disney plus probably theaters but i've just been worried ever since lightyear flopped and the other disney plus pixar movies have done really well for the service so we'll see
1: yeah they've been doing pixar dirty yeah (laughs) um Um, so i'm gonna go bergeron
0: uh, i think i'll give it a brokaw looks cool um other news jimmy uh chris hemsworth this week uh said that never heard of him no yeah never heard of him um he is (laughs) apparent whoever this guy is is apparently taking a step away from acting temporarily um, which I don't know why we care, because we do not know who this guy is. But anyway, yeah. um, he has... Isn't the- he going to be like The Witcher or something? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think you're right. That's, the <laughs> name sounds familiar. <laughs> taking over from Henry Cavill, a much more famous actor. Um, but anyway, um, he is st- taking a step away after he got some sort of diagnosis. Uh, that basically, he was told that he is more susceptible to get Alzheimer's than most oh, wow. people. wow. Um, and it, what's wild is so he did this for, he was filming a docu series uh, for Disney Plus that I think just came out called Limitless. And then it's all about, like, exploring how to age slower and kind of live life to the fullest, kind of that type of thing or whatever. And, of course, since you've got manhunk Chris Hemsworth, he's the perfect one to (laughs) explore that, I guess. Um, But he was going to, like, it was this test that he was going to get the results back live on camera, like, get them back. But then the doctor was like, I don't think I should tell him this, like, on camera. I think this should be, like, a private thing. Um, And so he told Chris Hemsworth, was told this Um, apparently he has two copies of the gene APOE4 which I don't know what that means but that's what the article said so I'll take it uh, as 100% true Uh, but it's a link to degenerative brain disorders Uh, means he is eight to ten times more likely to get it so he's taken some time probably you know spending some family time making making sure all of his ducks are in a row and priorities are
1: straight and everything you know well, good for him uh, to prioritize things that are important to him. Uh, I, for one, am not a fan of degenerative brain diseases. I will mm-hmm. give those a bombadil. I'll give Chris <laughs> Hemsworth a brokaw. I mean, he is gonna work. I mean, presumably the. I think I saw that the next Thor movie. He said I, it's gonna be my last one. And
0: well, yeah, that'll. I'll quickly give yeah. Uh, Alzheimer's is a, a bombadil. And Chris Hemsworth is a brokaw. But that leads into my second piece of news. Um, where Chris Hemsworth says, uh, I think it might have been the same interview, he said that if he comes back to Thor, that this next appearance should probably be his last one. It's not like anything confirmed from Disney or anything, but his quote was, I feel like we'd probably have to close the book if I ever did it again. You know what I mean? I feel like it probably warrants that. I feel like it'd probably be the finale, but that's not based on anything anyone's told me or any sort of plans. You have this birth of a hero, the journey of a hero, then the death of a hero. And I don't
1: know. Am I at that stage? Who knows? That's what he said. Well, I mean, he's been one of the original ones, and yeah. they only have Hawkeye and the Hulk, right? Yeah, I think they are the remaining oh, ones. Yeah, yeah, so those three. So, man, I, um, you would think it would be very weird if he just quit showing up in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> they have to do some sort of send-off for him. But, I mean, it makes sense. He's been doing this for over a decade. So
0: yeah, and I I assume he will come back do at least one more movie. You know, I mean he seems
1: to enjoy it, but yeah, he probably wants to go on and do other things and
0: yeah.
1: and Don't the next him. one would probably be with his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. So that works out well from that standpoint. It seems like at least from the outside. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, Chris Hemsworth playing Thor. Um, I mean I like him as mm-hmm. Thor. And I even enjoyed the most recent movie that other people didn't like. <laughs> yeah, me too. So, uh, you know, I give him a proper send-off is what I'll say. So I'll give him a brokaw.
0: Yeah, I will also give him a brokaw.
1: And then he can go be the Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from his brother. All right, Liam, you're done here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Jimmy, Harry Potter. We've talked about how the Fantastic Beast movies are... Probably. never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's just gonna be my bit this week yeah, i'm just, just gonna go say never
1: no. heard of them to famous people and characters <laughs> uh but apparently warner
0: bros is looking at adapting harry potter in the cursed child jimmy wow unbelievable <laughs> who could have seen this coming <laughs> this is uh, apparently this is uh david zaslov's uh, alternative to the fantastic beasts
1: as a way to keep the franchise alive so i mean it's almost like this was the the better idea or the more (laughs) money-making idea all along
0: it makes a lot more sense than than freaking fantastic beasts i mean don't get me wrong i'm i guess i'm glad that they waited longer because if they do if they do get the entire original cast back and everything then you have they have grown up and they're older they can't play the older versions of these characters um, I've also heard mixed things about the play, though. I've never... I own it, and I've read, like, the first, like, quarter, I and I just kind of stopped it. It's not that I didn't like it. I just kind of forgot to keep going. So I don't know. Have you... Do you know anything about it, Jimmy?
1: I I read it. Oh, okay. um, Yes, and I remember it being one of the those things where it's like I really enjoy the concept of this story and the ideas behind it but the execution of the story itself I thought was not great Mm -hmm. but like the idea of it I was like oh this is a cool idea it's kind of like (laughs) it's like uh the back to the future 2 of the Harry Potter franchise (laughs) well yeah yeah, where they just are like going back and like having to go through these different events and there's these alternate realities and of what could have happened And a lot of it uh, visits events From the, the Goblet of Fire Like uh, it, it, it explains like the whole Time-Turner kind of Plot hole of the, the original series mm-hmm. In a way That's creative and unique And they have to go and they re-explore all these events That happen Because um, I think it's mainly the kids If I remember right Yeah it's like Harry I- the, yeah, the
0: cast from the original book series They're kids
1: and you have, like, there's some interesting stuff for like, Harry is trying to be a dad, but he's like, I never had a dad. Okay. The only thing I had was, like, an uncle who was a jerk, so he's like, I don't know how to do this, mm-hmm. which I thought that was interesting. Um, so, look, I mean, I liked the concept, didn't like the execution, so if they could just take the concept and execute it better, it'd be great. Now... How much money are they going to have to throw out there? Because I don't think any of the original cast will want to make any more of these movies. Yeah, I mean... how How much hate mail or slash money is Daniel Radcliffe going to have to receive to do it and Emma Watson and Rupert Grint?
0: Yeah, I get the sense that, I mean, they've all been pretty public about just being, like, kind of indifferent about coming back, which isn't the greatest sign. Usually Usually, you'll have actors that are like, oh, yeah, I'll come back, whether or not they actually want to. They might just say that to appease the fans. But, I mean, they did spend, like, a good chunk of their lives making these movies. So, it makes sense that they're not super keen. But, I mean... Harry Potter is one of the few examples I can think of where the movies did improve on certain aspects of the books Um, they would cut out and I'm not saying that they're overall better but there are certain things they did definitely do better and I would I think like Order of the Phoenix the movie is probably better than the book I think I would go at least that far um, because it cuts out a lot of the filler from that book but yeah so I mean if a series is able you know turn it around in movie form I feel like this probably could
1: yeah, boy, and I mean, they'd all get at least $20 million. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've always been of the stance where I was like, I think Harry Potter should just be a generational thing where it's mm-hmm. just like, all right, the next generation has their story, so pass the torch and have a new group and do it again, I guess. I yeah. mean, that doesn't, that you know, just have them, like, Force Awakens it, but, like, it, you know but not just a retread, you know? Yeah. there's It's a cool world. It's a rich oh, world that, that you can do a thing. lot with. Like, yeah, you could have, like, a, a magic horse pick the president or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, that's already <laughs> happened.
0: <laughs> Crap. I don't have any more, more ideas, Jimmy. They really have uh, done everything. Oh,
1: gosh. Shoot. <laughs> um, But, yeah, here, I, I think they should do it if they can get the original cast back and uh i think it is inevitable mhm it is going to happen mm-hmm. and i'm i will be excited to see it um yeah but yeah i i think yeah the cursed child is the, it's all right sure so i'll give it a broca why not it's it will certainly be better than the fantastic <laughs> beast films it's definitely more interesting yeah i'll give it a broca as well It will
0: Uh, also make over a billion dollars guaranteed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone still loves the Harry Potter movies. Those I don't think the fan bases have really fallen off for that at all.
1: So I would say more kids like Harry Potter than Star Wars. Yeah, that's probably accurate. I I think more like the next generation of kids like Harry Potter more than Star Wars, I would say. Which Mm -hmm. is I don't know if you would generally think that, but I believe that's true based on the kids that I work with and teach.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um anyway, Jimmy, uh speaking of actors making 20 million dollars. <laughs> um <laughs> Fast 10 or Fast X. Um the budget for this movie is ballooning, Jimmy. There was a report that came out this week that said the current budget for this movie is around $340 million.
1: We're coming for you, at Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was,
0: was going to mention. This is just behind Avengers Endgame, which was three hundred fifty six. So you know, one of the biggest movies of all time, three hundred fifty six million dollars. And then just Fast and the Furious is coming up. <laughs> um, but then yeah, the current most expensive movie is on Stranger Tides, which I think is four hundred million. So I doubt it will reach that level. And I can't, I cannot believe that movie was ever made with that amount of money.
1: but that's something that's that's a whole other story what do you think of this jimmy well you know it's probably gonna break even or something (laughs) at the box office so whatever who cares just be better than f9 if you can just capture the spirit of the first 15 minutes of f9 i'll be like in the whole whole movie an hour and 40 minutes i will be such a giddy young little man
0: I'm excited for Jason Momoa as the villain. That might. I think oh, that's he, right. He might be fun.
1: I hope he's he's riding a horse like a Dothraki. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh I don't know. I
0: just think this is really funny that out of every franchise, Fast and the Furious is now, you know, make being made with Avengers type money. Which admittedly a lot of this is just because of like COVID and inflation and the fact that Vin as I kinda mentioned before, Vin Diesel is like making twenty million off of this, so who knows how much the other actors are also making. Since you have, like, Jason Momoa and Brie Larson joining in addition to all the other cast, like, who's directing it now?
1: Does it even have a director? It
0: does. I can't remember the guy's name, but not Justin Lin anymore. Uh, Ed Dumb. Bombadil Holden. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll give it a Bombadil as well. Um, Jimmy, uh... A Quiet Place Day One. A couple weeks ago, we talked about how Lupita Nyong'o is going to be starring in it. But apparently, uh, a, uh, Joseph Quinn is in talks to join as the opposite leading role in this movie, who you may know
1: best as none other than Eddie Munson from Stranger Things, Jimmy. Oh, boy. Fan, favorite, Eddie Munson. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, Lupino Young great. Eddie Munson's great in, uh, in Stranger Things. He's in Game of Thrones. Who is he in Game of Thrones? Yeah, he has like a like. A, I saw that on his IMDb. I think it's just some small role, but I don't know who it is. Well, I'm gonna look it up, Holden. While you're talking about this, I'm excited. Okay. I'll give it a brokaw.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm excited too. I think it, good for Joseph Quinn that he got this role that everyone just seems to love and he's getting these cool opportunities because of it because he seems like a cool guy he was very good as Eddie Munson so I
1: want to see what else he does next he plays the character named Coner Coner in the episode Spoils of War in season 7 which is a banger of an episode but I won't say anything about it because Emily will listen to that and we haven't gotten to that point in Game of Thrones (laughs) yet so (laughs) Coner Don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who it is either. I'm looking up a picture of him. I don't okay. I don't recognize him. Okay.
0: Yeah, uh I'll give Joseph Queen in a quiet place a broca.
1: Awesome. Cool. I will do it too. Broca.
0: Um we did <laughs> Funny we mentioned Pirates of the Caribbean earlier because apparently the Margot Robbie led Pirates of the Caribbean movie is no longer happening, which I think means that there is not it currently, a Pirates of the Caribbean movie in the works
1: at Disney. There was a Pirates of the Caribbean movie in the works. Yeah, Probably it not. was. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Margot Robbie was supposedly going to be the star of it.
1: Okay, well, I mean, it should just be dead. Just don't bring it back. I think yeah. it's done. I, <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange to me that it's never
0: been able to recapture the the magic of the original. And I mean, I like two and three, but even those like aren't nearly as good as the original. I think that first one is such a banger.
1: I need to rewatch it. Um,
0: But yeah, uh, Margot Robbie, No Pirates of the Caribbean movie, Bergeron. Yep, Bergeron for me as well, Holden. Uh, My final piece of news uh, is for Steven Spielberg's upcoming movie the adaptation of Bullet, and that's with two Ts, Jimmy. Don't you forget it. Um, this is uh, it's Bradley Cooper is going to be playing the lead role of bullet in this movie, which is going to be an original film centered on the hard boiled cop and not a remake of the 1968 film of the same name starring Steve McQueen. Um, apparently, the screenwriter of Spotlight, Josh Singer, is going to be writing this and it looks like it is going to be a more of an action mystery kind of film from Steven Spielberg I don't know I've never seen bullet and I think it's based off of a book series but it's something that Steven Spielberg
1: seems to like because he likes all that old stuff so <laughs> sounds, sounds good I'll I'll take your word for it Bradley Cooper is a great actor so I'll give it a brokaw yeah I'll also
0: give it a brokaw um I think that's it Jimmy was there that's e- all I Yep, think. I think that's it I think so is there game news this week probably Holden. I don't know Probably there was probably something about Hogwarts Legacy or I don't know something the, the
1: Callisto Protocol oh size yeah something I don't oh know.
0: there was I, there were the Game Award nominations did you see those at all
1: Yep I did yep. so it's gonna be <laughs> Elden fine. Ring or God of War Ragnarok so
0: yeah that's that's the big two I think it'd be really funny if neither of them won even though I'm liking God of War a lot I I want everyone to be mad and just give it to I don't remember what the other options were one give of them was s- Stray
1: yeah give it to Stray <laughs> <laughs> I mean Stray was fun but mm-hmm. let's, let's not kid ourselves here Um, yeah uh I, i've not played elden ring at all so i cannot weigh in on that one and the other one was like was it xenoblade or something
0: xenoblade was one of them i think there were five total like c- horizon i think horizon oh, was horizon on. was on there yeah
1: so those five so three playstation exclusives no it's xenoblade to playstation exclusive?
0: no xenoblade's nintendo
1: oh that's nintendo okay yeah well wow Good year to to have a PlayStation five, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even, or and four, I guess. Um <laughs> I was able to pre order a PSVR two Holden. That is my some gaming news. Oh, so I'm yeah. gonna give myself a a broke off for being lucky <laughs> and getting into the lottery and being able to buy it. So I'll get that at the end of February and then we'll be able to try some stuff. Playstation sent me an email like a week ago saying
0: like, Hey, you should enter the lottery for this. And I'm like Okay, I guess I will. So we'll see if I ever get an email about it. I don't I don't know if I would even buy one if I got it
1: because I'm not sure if I really want one right away, but we'll see. Yes. It is. it is very expensive. Mm-hmm. A kid was asking me at school, they're like, what's the most expensive console you have? I'm like, well, it's a PS5. And then I'm like, well, I guess it won't be when I have the PSVR 2 because that was <laughs> more expensive than the PS5. <laughs> so uh, good thing I got those. that credit card cash back rewards I was saving up holding. Thank goodness. So it only cost me like 200 bucks, so I'll take it. <laughs> Anywho, then let's talk about some Andor. Yes, let's do it.
0: All right, Uh, spoilers for the penultimate episode of Andor, titled Daughter of Ferex. Um, as always, you can skip ahead in our time codes. If you haven't watched it, which you should, so if you haven't watched it, don't listen to this. Go watch this show because it's it's very good.
1: It's good and people need to watch it, darn it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's not getting... Jeez. I mean, I mean it, it does definitely have a dedicated following, which is good at least, but more people need to be following on the, on the bandwagon here.
1: It is one of the best seasons of tv to come out this year which has been a strong year for tv mm-hmm. seasons
0: yeah yeah i agree um anyway jimmy uh speaking of Andor, uh, this episode was also very solid um, yes it was it continually just just keeps i mean we mention this every week but every week jimmy and i are always just amazed that this show <laughs> keeps up um usually i mean Disney Plus shows have historically gone downhill at this point. Um, Unless you're like Loki, um, which the worst episode of that was the last one. So we'll see how this goes uh, for the last episode of this. But still just another banger,
1: Jimmy. Um, What do you have to say about it? Well, I'm just thumbing through it right now. We can go just chronologically. I mean, we have Marva died. So, uh, oh yeah, Cassian yeah. Andor's mother mm-hmm. played by Aunt Petunia from Harry Potter. Um, which she's makes the daughter of, of Ferex. What were you going to say?
0: I was just going to say it makes sense that she died. I, I guess I don't know if we had mentioned it on the podcast. I hadn't really interpreted it as such, but her like kind of last monologue she gave a few episodes ago felt very like <laughs> very final, like this is where you can send the character off on. So, yeah. And she was not
1: feeling well, and mm-hmm. yeah, it made sense, and then they have that <laughs> they had that uh andor and the other prisoner he escapes with they're like going through they're so dirty, oh my <laughs> gosh, just they're making a a run for the quad jumper, nice little reference to that ship in force awakens sure and <laughs> and the rise of Skywalker, apparently gosh okay. um, but they get. In the little slime net things, and yeah, you got those those uh, uh, Narkinians, I guess, or whatever they're called, and they're like talking in weird riddle kind of dialect. And their dialect was really fun. It was it was just kind of
0: it was just entertaining hearing them talk because it was kind of I mean it wasn't too hard to decipher what they were saying. But kind of like a lot of... They, they keep finding ways to make Star Wars aliens just talk in a
1: very slightly odd way, but basically just English still. But it was very fun. It, mm-hmm. it reminded me of something like in, in The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. There, you come across people who do that, and it's kind of fun to interact with them. Mm-hmm. In that game, it's, I found it annoying, because <laughs> it's like I'm trying to just figure out information. Whereas this was not overdone. Sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was cool... They do a lot of like shorter dialogue scenes as I'm flipping through this where they're just like, you know, going back and forth. Uh, The rebels seem to be trying to outdo themselves with like, oh, no, my life is more terrible than your life. I'm sacrificing more than you are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, you're sacrificing a lot. Actually, I'm sacrificing. Yeah. Forget you. I am actually the one sacrificing a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually it's a pretty toxic environment amongst the the rebels, you know. Mm. Everybody's just doing the best they can and in, in sacrifice. Everybody's just equally trying to make their lives miserable yeah. for the sake of the rebellion. Just you know,
0: they're like, "No, my sacrifice is the greatest. I will be the biggest help to the rebellion." No, mine. Mine is the biggest.
1: <laughs> A little. Uh, oh gosh, what's the droids called? B B B B two B two emo. I don't or know how something to
0: something like that. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Um, BMO. Being set, sa- being sad, being sad that. Marva's dead. Um, That was touching. Bix yeah. is just still just her mind is like being shattered by the torture. Yeah. Yeah. She she's basically just been completely broken at this point. Like
0: it, we get a just a very short scene with her and she's just I mean it does a lot A long close up of her face. and You can just tell there's like very little resistance behind her eyes at that point.
1: Mon Mothma's coming to terms that she's just going to arrange a marriage for her daughter.
0: hmm hmm Yeah, and her her daughter's, like... She she kind of also laments that her
1: daughter's, like, super into, like, empire, like, education and stuff. Um, was that what it was? I was trying to figure out, is that empire stuff or is that Shandalon, like, culture? I think it was I, empire my, stuff. Okay, I was thinking it was, like, the chandralan culture. Like, hey, everybody, this is our beliefs in Shanderlawn, and this is why we have arranged marriages and all that. I don't oh, know. I don't know. I guess I
0: took it as it was Empire, and that's why she was upset that she was taking such a liking to it. I don't know. Maybe
1: you're right. I, I, I don't know. Can't it remember. could be either. It. I mean, f- either, either way, it was <laughs> something that was like, I'd rather not. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And that was good, and uh, her scene with Vel um, was pretty good where she they're just talking about how screwed they are if they don't get this money sorted out and how desperate mon mothma is and val kind of comes to an understanding of as to why she's doing what she's
1: doing yeah i mean you have that whole scene too with uh um luthan and saw guerrera where saw's like you know what that thing where we're meeting Anto Krieger let's go do that and, yeah and Lupin's like uh about that yeah maybe Actually, you shouldn't do that <laughs> they're all gonna go die <laughs> yes yeah, um, so,
0: yeah and that whole confrontation between those two I thought was was pretty tense I mean we know Saw Gerrera is still alive as of Rogue One and everything but still like jeez He's really not happy with Luthen for Luthen's uh, ruthlessness.
1: Yeah, um, but the the big the I mean the the great scene from this episode though is Luthen's escape from the Imperial kind of I don't know what you want to call it communications ship shuttle thing. Yeah, something that Imperial it's cruiser. It's got some big satellite dishes on it. Whatever it yeah. is. <laughs> that's the standout scene I mean it was glorious to watch mm-hmm. and uh, I mean just the again creativity that's the part that I love about this show is it's taking things that we just haven't seen before like this horrific torture device mm-hmm. used against Bix this you know the the whole concept of the eye of um, what was that place uh, oh of uh, Aldani mm-hmm. that whole sequence the, like the heist you know all these things are just very creative, and uh, things that you just haven't seen before. And here's another one where it's it's like f- trying to escape or whatever, and we've seen that before. It's like oh, you use the code and that gets by, or oh, if you just you know press the engines enough, you'll get just enough to escape. But no, Luthens actually you know he's outsmarts them mm-hmm. by you know. Doing what exactly you would think someone would try to do in that case, like trying to increase the thrusters, oh he's trying to escape, turn up the you know tractor beam to five times, so he's not gonna be able to go out what a stupid idiot this guy is, <laughs> and then he just <laughs> releases all the projectiles, tricks them into you know increasing the power of the tractor beam to send the projectiles at them at a much faster velocity, yeah. And that leads to a ship just getting wrecked in the tractor beam, and he's able to escape, which is great. And I love how he's just doing this. He's like, all right, calculate this. Calculate (laughs) that little AI thing. And you're not exactly sure what's going on until it's kind of already happened, and you kind of put it together. And, wow, that was really intelligent. Mm Mm-hmm and cool and creative and the tie fighters are coming and it's just and it was a great little star wars moment and it's just goes to show that this uh the writers of this show and uh, are just knocking out of the park and the direction the visuals all of it is on point the acting every single facet of this show is very well done Mm mm-hmm which is why people just need to watch it. my goodness and I really hope they stick the landing with the final episode next week. yeah there's there's really no complaints
0: on a lot of these episodes so far um I was I was
1: flipping through it I was
0: I think I didn't I didn't remember this episode as well as a lot of the other ones I think I,
1: my one yeah my one complaint about this episode is that there's only one kind of big moment and that mm-hmm. is the Luthan thing. everything else is kind of like. Little snippets of dialogue here and there. It doesn't really have the standout scenes. Yeah. Outside of this one, I mean, maybe you could talk about the very end when Andor and the other prisoner are like, "Hey, we got to just tell people what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to get anyway. the word out of how terrible the Empire is, and we have to split up. Yeah. Which is yeah, like we need to split out, split up to, to do that. Yeah, um, to increase our chances of." you know being able to you know start a little grassroots movement and mm-hmm. it and it makes the shift for i mean which was one of my biggest problems with rogue 1 is Jin Ursos character arc makes zero sense she just becomes a, a like a gung ho rebel, rebel just out of nowhere yeah <laughs> and this is much more organic and natural in terms yeah. of Cassianander not wanting to do it seeing yeah. the bad of both sides really and just um kind of you know experiencing firsthand you know though the empire is at least parts of it are terrible and Mm -hmm. I actually have a personal stake in this and it makes sense for me to kind of be more committed to this cause and And, I'm sure uh, oh you know what let's just hope you know hope and the rebellion and (laughs) let's all work together
0: and I'm sure that this growth is going to be solidified in this next episode, which seems to be this, the setup seems to be that there's going to be like a big final showdown at the funeral for Mira. Mm-hmm. Um, Marva or
1: Marva <laughs> Mira. Miro is the, is the Imperial lady. That's Marva. right. Yeah. Yeah. Marva. Yeah. Um my, Marva Marva.
0: Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, it looks like, uh, uh we got the imperials are going to be there um you have cyril karn <laughs> knows that it's happening so he's going to show mm-hmm. up who knows what what he's going to do Andor's going to be there of course and it looks like a lot of a lot of our major players are going to be showing up at this and, and then i bet i i bet next episode we'll also see the the ambush of what's his name uh, uh yeah yeah anto krieger yeah anto krieger that'd be my guess those are gonna be the two big things that happen the next episode so yeah that'll be yeah. exciting
1: it will be exciting. And um notably Kino, anti Circus' character was not in this. So maybe he's just not in it anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I'm wondering. My guess is he might be done for the season like somehow maybe and then show up
1: season 2 sometime. Yeah. yeah. I I was thinking the same thought. Yeah. Or again, that- it also works if he's just not in it anymore. Like I don't <laughs> need him to be in it, but if they have a role for him to play, absolutely let's do it. Yeah,
0: because I feel, I feel like it's smart from a suspense standpoint, too, because you're going to have everyone be like, oh, no, he's he's probably dead or whatever. And then if he shows up next season, people are going to be like, whoa, yeah. It's the guy from The Thing. It's the guy from The Thing. I love that. And it's not uh, just fan service for the s- sake of fan service, uh, Mandalorian. It's, you know, actual
1: yeah, things, actually I things <laughs> people want to see from within the story. <laughs> I can't wait till Obi-Wan Kenobi comes and Lieutenant Miro in half. (laughs) Qyburn, he just... (laughs) Just dissects him. (laughs) But, uh, like, not in the half like Darth Maul, but, like, up and down. Yeah, yeah, vertically. (laughs) Hot dog style instead of hamburger (laughs) style. No, hamburger style instead of hot dog style. No,
0: hot dog style would be cutting uh, Darth Maul that way.
1: Okay, hamburger style would be that way. I guess... I don't know. That's confusing, Holden. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: into us. How would you describe cutting people in half? Which one would be hot? I would dog say style vertically,
1: would vertically and horizontally. You don't say that's folding, Holden. Obi Wan's not going to go there. Folding. I know. People in I half. know.
0: I, I'm. I'm just saying though, because like full, like folding vertically is hot dog style. So.
1: Okay, I always think of hot dogs like the long way, and then you fold it long. Yeah, and that's like a hot I mean. dog bun. So he's got to like lay him down. I was imagining <laughs> Kyburn standing up and he cuts him at <laughs> that. But maybe he's laying down. It's like James Bond laser, you know, coming at him. Going to cut him in half like on a table. So I guess that works. Either or. Just cut, cut Kybern in half, <laughs> Obi-Wan.
0: You pick hot dog or hamburger style. <laughs> I'm going to cut you in half hamburger style. <laughs> Um, trying to think. Is there anything else about this episode?
1: Do you think anybody's gonna die? I mean, other than Anto Krieger, this guy we have not met, I think.
0: I think I think there's a shot Bix might die.
1: is um, not gonna die. Andor's not gonna uh, die. <laughs> I thought I do think there was some nice I don't know I think it was supposed to be um some nice symmetry within like he. Andor says hey goodbye to the guy on the beach and they split up and he looks off at the sunset and like, kind of on the ocean that very much reminded me of the end of Rogue One when they're on the beach looking off oh yeah I yeah. so I thought that there were some parallels in the moment in those moments so maybe I'm just making that up <laughs> no no I can see that um,
0: I'm trying to think if any other character will die I don't think any of the villains will I, yeah, I don't not. know I mean Probably not. Probably not. I don't think any of the other characters have had quite a full arc yet.
1: So, unless uh, I wouldn't be, I would be okay with Miro just killing Cyril, Cyril Carn, <laughs> just like he. That would be really at, he funny. F's but it I... up. He like f's up her operation, and she just torture. Like she just oh offs God. him. No,
0: I think he's going to he's he's going to help the help it go better in some way. Like they're going to get they they're not going to get Andor probably, but they're going to get something they want. So, yeah.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully Luthen doesn't die. Yeah. I don't think he will. I don't I don't think that would make sense. But. Mon Mothma's okay. Maybe that uh Mon Mothma's friend Which from one? the crown, Tay the, her friend, who's helping her set up the account, with oh, the, the, the thug or whatever she called him. <laughs> All right, but that's uh that's our uh, kind of spoiler discussion of the penultimate episode of Andor. Anything else to add, Holden? I don't think so. No. Last episode next week, the ultimate episode. For, yeah. There we go. Yeah, very exciting. And then I will need to rewatch Rogue One at some point because I have not seen it since it was in theaters six years ago. So I
0: want to as well, but I also kind of want
1: to wait until season two is done. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So we'll see. Yeah. Anywho, Holden, let's talk about the movie The Menu, and our non-spoiler review slash discussion is going to start right now. <laughs>
0: Non-spoiler for The Menu. Um, Yeah, if you want to watch this movie, but you don't want to be spoiled, don't worry. We're not going to spoil for a bit, and you can jump ahead after our spoiler discussion starts. But uh, right now, we'll
1: talk about The Menu. Do you have a synopsis, Jimmy? Yeah, this is a weird-looking synopsis, but it says, The film penned by Will Tracy and Seth Rice focuses on a young couple who visits an exclusive destination restaurant on a remote island where the acclaimed chef has prepared a lavish tasting menu along with some socking, along with some shocking surprises. Yeah. All right, that'd be accurate. Um,
0: it's labeled as a black comedy horror thriller film which I think is fairly accurate. Um It is directed by Mark Mylod, who I don't know any of his movies, but he has directed a lot of Succession. He's
1: done like I was gonna say,
0: I recognize his name. Yeah, he's done like thirteen episodes of Succession, like, (laughs) which is insane. Since that's I think there's only like thirty episodes of that show or something, ten episode seasons. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's done a lot of it. And then you also have Adam McKay and Will Ferrell producing. Um, which they that also produce that tie. succession. Yeah. Um, so, which I think, you know, on a very, very base level, you could describe this as a, a, a succession with food, <laughs> like, <laughs> in some way. I don't know if
1: I'd go that far, but visually, I would say it it is similar to succession. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this movie's fine. I think it is serviceable. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know, if food we're gonna go with food yeah, we're gonna go with food analogies, like I got it. I'm like, Yeah, it was all right. You know, I'm not gonna send it back. <laughs> I'm not gonna come to the restaurant again though, unless it's like, you know, I'm not gonna suggest the restaurant.
0: Yeah. It yeah, it's just a very fine movie. I feel like I got exactly what I expected out of it. I mean, if you in, in my opinion, if you've seen, like, the main... It's probably just the uh, first trailer, I'm guessing. If you've seen that, I feel like you can pretty easily, like, discern where it's going. And what little mysteries this movie has, I feel like it plays its hand pretty early on, like, what it's going to do, uh-huh. which is... A lot of times is like kind of a big negative if the movie gives away all of its secrets. I think this movie does it on purpose, like just for kind of a suspense standpoint because you know where this is going to go. And so you want to like see these characters like get out of it or whatever. Um, But it also made it less interesting since there wasn't like the
1: mystery angle anymore yeah there really wasn't too many mystery to this there was no i didn't feel that much suspense i mean i was Mm -hmm. entertained enough but it wasn't like the roller coaster thrill ride like i i guess it's more of a black comedy than a suspense film for me like Mm -hmm. it really just wasn't all that thrilling
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the comedy works a lot better than the horror or the thrill, like, the suspense angles. Um, I, yeah, and I I do think the movie is pretty funny, like, consistently. I think think the writing is, is, in that regard, is pretty solid. Do you agree? I don't
1: think it's that funny, though. Like, I...
0: I don't know. It's funny, but it's not that funny. I mean, it's not like it's not like laugh out loud funny. I typically it's amusing
1: it, at moments. Yeah, and
0: there were a few moments where we both kind of chuckled at it. Um, it, but I don't know. When I think of black comedy, typically I think of these movies where maybe it's not laugh out loud moments, but it's just kind of like has a humorous tone to it. And I think this movie has balances
1: that pretty well. Um, in here, so I, I personally I thought it, I thought that worked well. I wish they hadn't spoiled the part where they like he told him it was my birthday cuz I think yeah. that would have been a lot funnier. That was in the movie. It, That is like the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like nobody laughed in our theater cuz I think it's like oh we all saw that in the trailer like a bunch yeah. of times. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, my thing with it is it's just like it it, it doesn't go anywhere unexpected. Ever. Like it seems like it's about to, and then it just doesn't. (laughs) They're like, oh boy, what's in this mysterious house? Nothing interesting, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Like it sets it up. I'm going to compare it to Barbarian, which Mm -hmm. to me is a great thriller. And you're like, what the heck is happening? What is going on? What am I even watching right now? Also, good comedy. And, And it's, yeah, it's got the black comedy, and it's much more intense and scary. And this is just like, you just, like you said, you just know what's happening. They literally say, this is going to happen. Like, <laughs> not that not sure far into the film. My Siri is listening to me. But um, I'm just like, okay, well, all right. I'm like, is there, I kept waiting for something to kind of change, some sort of dynamic. And I do think there are like, quote unquote, shocking moments, but they're so... Unsurprising, like it's just visually, like oh that was shocking to watch. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I didn't, I didn't feel the roller coaster of it. But that wasn't, I like, I wasn't bored. Ever. No, no, it it's, was entertaining enough. And there's enough, like the character you're watching these different groups and they're entertaining enough. But it wasn't, it was not as good of a thrill ride as a, a barbarian or as an x to me this year I'm trying to think of other movies um well and even like um even like just
0: looking at it from like themes and stuff um this i guess this is more of a comparison not necessarily saying barbarian is like a lot better i think i prefer the way barbarian does it because barbarian like I've seen a lot of videos like dig into that movie and I think the way that movie like handles a lot of its more subtle themes is like really interesting and there's a lot of ways you can and it never is once like throwing it in your face like I think you know if someone just watched that movie and didn't pick up anything deeper on it like that's perfectly fine maybe that's just how you like some people watch movies that way and you can perfectly enjoy it that way but you can also like really dig deep into that movie and there's like a lot of things that the
1: filmmakers are trying to say. I do. I also do think there's some pretty like in your face stuff in Barbarian.
0: Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, there's there's a few things, but I like this movie <laughs> this movie
1: is like all that, right? It's it all very no in-your-face. nuance to it. Yeah. Which, I guess my it, I, okay, go ahead. Finish your thought. I and was then just, I want to say something. Yeah, I was just going to say I
0: I think kind of going into my comparisons with Succession, like I think similarly to that show it doesn't really it's not super subtle in what it's trying to say about especially like class and all of that um so i think it, it still kind of works for me it's just a different way of presenting it i do prefer the way like if movies like barbarian handle it i think but yeah just another comparison
1: the people in this movie are cartoons i like <laughs> that's the, i mean like and that's not even like that they're out that outlandish of, like, I could see people actually being like this, but it's just, like, the only reason we latch on to Anya Taylor-Joy is because she's the not an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, literally everybody else is just major a-hole. And that, like, that is her character arc. It's like, oh, you're surrounded by all these a-holes and you're not one. That's our only point of, like, mm-hmm. reference for who her character is. Yeah.
0: Which so, is true. Yeah. I can't
1: even think of another character that would come close. But whereas, like, you know, in Barbarian, you really have no idea who, like, especially, if, you know, Bill Skarsgård, is this guy someone to trust or is he completely insane? You have no idea what's going on and what to think about. He seems like an actual person. Whereas Anya Taylor Joy's boyfriend or whatever, her date in this movie is just. A cartoon mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's entertaining it's amusing but it I don't think it's as interesting as a movie that feels more grounded in reality everybody in this is you know including uh, Ralph Fiennes who I think it does a great performance too by the way yeah I think he and Anya Taylor-Joy are, are great in this. I think, um, yeah, I
0: think performance-wise this movie is is pretty solid across the board. I think, I don't think I really have any issues aside from, like, the writing
1: from that regard um, for some of the characters. Like, they're just, like, it's a cult. <laughs> like, I don't know what else, like, it's just obviously a cult, This these cooks <laughs> and stuff. And it's like, wow. It's kind of how, like, uh, Velvet Buzzsaw was like, wow, art people can be pretentious. It's like, oh, wow, food critics and chefs can be pretentious. Wow, I never knew, you know. Yeah, I mean, I
0: hesitate to compare it to that because I think this movie is a lot better than that, than Velvet Bez saw. But,
1: I mean, yeah, I guess similar. I think it is too, but I don't know. This, I just, there was nothing that surprised me, I guess. I There's one scene towards the end that I thought was good that I was like, I genuinely not sure how this is going to end up. Mm Um but but that's it
0: yeah um one thing i noticed and i usually don't like knocking a movie for this because i know it's it's a hard thing to keep straight but it became distracting at a couple different times is i felt like there were a lot of continuity errors in this movie i don't know if you picked up on any of them there's one specifically i'll bring up in spoilers that i think is an error unless you unless it was something i completely missed Um, But there were there were a few times where characters are just like in different places. And then in the next shot, they're like they're in a different spot and everything. And I know, I mean, especially in a movie like this, where it's the majority is spent in one room, like you're editing it all together. That can be pretty difficult. Um, But it just became distracting a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, I I do think you you make good points here. I didn't, I did not personally notice any continuity errors, but I am I don't <laughs> pick up on those sure. a lot anyway. Um, but I will say that uh, yeah, this almost entirely takes place in the restaurant, mm-hmm. and and it's not boring. So I mean that's a testament to the the film as like it is it's entertaining enough that you are not bored and it doesn't really change locations.
0: Yeah, I I think in terms of setting, this movie definitely excels. I think presentation wise, this movie is also very fun because um, it's not really a spoiler, but I really like the uh, the framing devices of the different dishes and the way that they every time they make a new dish for whatever reason, they they film it like it's like on a cooking show and it's like very slow motion, like putting a garnish on or whatever. I like that kind of touch. I think it really adds to this movie feeling a bit more unique, even if we particularly didn't weren't like there wasn't anything super intriguing to us, but um, yeah, I just like the overall presentation of this film. I think. Yeah.
1: um, Yeah. I, yeah, it was, it's a serviceable film. Like if you go out and see it, I think you'll be like, yeah, that, that works fine. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just not one that I'm like, Man, you should go out and see it. I was surprised my dad was like, "I oh, I want to see that movie The Menu." I was like, "Really?" <laughs> he also just thinks Anya Taylor-Joy is like a great actress and he likes Ralph Fiennes, but okay. like I don't I don't know. Like it's kind of <laughs> it depends on the person. Like I'm very much 50/50 on who should go to this. Um, you know, if you really want to see it, go see it. If you're on the fence, you I, I don't think you will be like, "Man, I wasted my time seeing this movie," but I also don't think you're make, gonna be really missing out if you don't. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything particularly unique
0: here, um, aside from like I said, the presentation and maybe the setting. Performances are great and everything. It's and I feel like a lot of times when <laughs> on movies like this where we're disappointed, we we tend to skew a bit more negative in what we're talking about think the movie is 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 very solid but just not exactly uh what i was looking for um so i will give it a six i think out of ten
1: it's like saying something is good and mm-hmm. like you, you can either describe it as good or not great you know it's yeah. like they by definition they're the same thing but when you say something's not great it it sounds a lot worse than just saying oh it's good
0: yeah and I think this movie is good. I th- I think 6 out of 10 is my very like it's just a good
1: movie that I don't necessarily need to see again. Yeah, I I really don't think I'll ever watch this one again. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it was all right. Should we talk about spoilers Holden? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's dive right in.
0: All right, spoilers um, for this movie. Um, I want to talk, before I forget, I want to talk about the continuity error that bugged me the most. I think yeah. it's an error, unless you tell me. Ralph like, Fiennes had a nose? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so it's when. T- Margot, her name's Mark, the character's name is Margot. It's when Margo. Well, it's not
1: actually Margot, it's something else, though. Yeah, I'll something. just call I her Margot, whatever. Um. So
0: when Margot is in uh, the chef's house and is she's like, she comes into the house and she's holding a knife, and then she goes up to the silver door after turning on the lights, turns around and then the one like sous chef is there and the knife is on a table like across the room, and <laughs> she picks up the knife and then it's like she's like threatening Margot. It's the same knife that Margot brought in because Margot isn't holding the knife at that point. So I, I do not think the movie like presented itself in a way that we're supposed to like understand that she walked across the room, set the knife down and then walked to the other end of the room again to I go do to
1: remember paper. being like, I, I can't remember if she set the knife. down. I do remember being like, why did she put the knife down? Was yeah. The thought that went through like, why did you, why did you just set your weapon down? And, but I yeah, don't remember. Yeah, that didn't that threw me off, but I and even if she did put rest. her
0: knife down, like it wouldn't have like in the she had like a straight line to get to that door. She wouldn't have put it where the the next shot made it seem like she put it. So that that was probably the most bl- glaring one to me. But
1: um what what things do you want to hit on, Jimmy? Uh look, uh, the scene that I liked was the the Coast Guard guy. Like I was like <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen here. And I thought that was intense. And you knew he was going to write some sort of message on there. That guy was. It, he reminded me of Johnny Depp. I don't know if it was supposed to be Johnny. Depp, he but reminded that's me where... of. He looked like Casey Affleck. I think is what I thought. <laughs> Casey Affleck, the actor guy. Yeah. The the oh um, no no not, no, not, not no, talking I'm talking I'm talking about the character actor. No, I'm was, talking about the Coast Guard guy. I thought he the Coast looked like Guard Casey guy. Affleck. I didn't think he looked like anybody. Okay. But I thought the the guy who was playing the actor writing him the uh, signature, I thought he would look like Johnny Depp.
0: That's uh, John Leguizamo, he was the original Luigi in the live action Mario movie.
1: Yeah. But I mean like his character reminded me of Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I know what you mean.
1: Yeah. He did remind me of Johnny Depp. Um But I thought that was a great scene. It was like, Oh my gosh, are they gonna kill this guy, adding to another thing, and it was all just like uh nope it's just a little candle gun <laughs>
0: which that was pretty really funny fun. that, that uh yeah I mean honestly I, f- I would have I think been more I, I, if it wasn't like if it didn't turn out that he was with them the whole time I think I would have been more upset that someone didn't say anything cause like if they're all gonna die anyway like why not try your hardest to get out of the situation like they all know they're gonna die
1: yeah so well they know. did they just told them that like, yeah <laughs> shortly into the movie like oh no everybody's gonna die <laughs> and uh I'm like okay you know it's just like it's uh it's like in how in knives out they tell you who the killer is mm-hmm. and but then the the rest of the movie goes in a different direction and you're like oh it's a, a subversion on that whole trope whereas this is like oh no you're you're all gonna die mm-hmm. and then it doesn't really go in a in my opinion, it's not all that interesting in the places it goes after that. Yeah, yeah. Because the plan doesn't really go off the rails. No. For Ralph, Fien- it's mostly according to plan. Other than the fact that Anya Taylor Joy's Joy is there, it's supposed to be someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, <laughs> I do want to say though, there were parts of this movie where I was like, uh, Ralph Fine's character Chef is sometimes reflects my internal monologue when I put a lot of effort into a lesson that's like, I think is very good. And some kids just do not care about it. Like while I'm teaching (laughs) and I'm like, I did like, what do you mean? This is not like, what do you mean? You're going to send it back? Like, this is amazing. What are you talking about? (laughs) Like, can't you see everybody else is appreciating it? And I just lose my mind and my brain. I don't say these things, but it's like, Oh, i feel his pain you feel like you've created this great product and nobody appreciates it i do like uh that the first few
0: dishes um especially are like just the most pretentious things you'll ever see oh my gosh which is i mean the first one is that weird like rock thing but the funniest one is the bread without bread honestly (laughs) it's this purely conceptual thing and like I I think that's genius. Yeah. And like everyone, everyone around the room, I think this is one of the bits that works better is when it's uh, when it's like just like terrible, like high end food or whatever. And everyone around the room is like in their own way trying to justify like why it like why it's good when I mean, I think everyone just
1: doesn't actually enjoy it. They just pretend to. And the fancier food is the less likely I'm going to like it. Yeah, I am not a fancy food person. Yeah, give me a cheeseburger. Am I yeah. right, right, Jimmy? She did not order a double cheeseburger, by the way. <laughs> so he made her. Do- yeah, that no wonder cheeseburger she would. No wonder
0: she didn't want to eat all of it. Like that was a lot of food.
1: It looked great that cheeseburger. I'm yeah, lie. and I um, it's definitely the best looking thing that they.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot better than the guy killing himself. That's for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> no i uh i like i said i like a lot of the the cooking stuff and how that reflects the different points in the movie because like the the hamburger the way he's preparing the hamburger like that it's filmed in a much more like loving tenderly way like mm-hmm. you could tell he's a lot more passionate about that and everything so i mean that is truly what he loved doing and since he stopped doing that that's when he, he lost his love for cooking and everything um and then just his his reaction to you know Margot enjoying it and everything was was kind of wholesome, even though you know he's a murderer and everything. Um, and i don't I don't think that's like a terrible way for that character to go, but I do think it's a it's really ham fisted that when Margot was like in his bedroom, it's just like a lot of pictures of him with like this angry expression like when he's in this- fa- this fancy <laughs> restaurant he's just like looks the most miserable he ever has, and then the one picture where he's happy is the one that where he's baking a burger that's the only picture he's smiling in. I'm like, okay, like we get it he does <laughs> it just seems like really obvious, but mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I, you know, I just wish the movie would be more like, is this theater or is this the actual thing? Like when the food critics are like, oh, is he, this all theatrical for us and stuff? He's just putting on this show. It's like, and then, you know, and I would be, I thought it would be interesting if it was like partially show mm-hmm. and stuff. And I don't know. Yeah. It just needed, it needed an extra like, I, I, not
0: that it needs a twist or anything but it, maybe it, it just needed to withhold some more information from us for longer than it
1: there did. needed be some extra layer of mystery yeah with some sort of payoff and i think the coast guard scene supplied a little bit like that's what i was looking more for or at least like they have some sort of plan to get out of this situation like they find out they're gonna die how are we gonna get out of this mm-hmm. sort of thing and Instead of just being like, "Hey, you can't do that," and they're like, "Sit down," and I'm like, "Okay, I guess he did chop that guy's finger off." Mm-hmm. So, and he does try to break open the, the window, and I don't know. I just was like, it would just it wasn't super exciting. It didn't just go off the rails. I I wanted it to go off the rails, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make it a, make it a bad movie. I just think it makes it a less fun movie yeah less interesting i also found it i found
0: it weird that like like margot kept getting called into the kitchen and everything and like no one like none of the other dinner guests had like any reaction to that
1: like, I didn't know. like, hey, what was that about? Hey, did you find anything out? Hey.
0: Like, yeah, like they, they didn't ask her when she came back. She, they didn't, I you know, I expected maybe one of them to be like, hey, why does she get to go back there or something like that? I don't know. I mean, I guess he got that a little bit with Nicholas Holt when she came back the first time. But yeah. even like later on when they know they're kind of screwed, I expected, you know, a little something, a little conflict there. But there wasn't really.
1: No. Which is it's whatever i mean i another film i would compare it to is bodies 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 where it's like you know you have this that was out this year where you have that mm-hmm. layer of mystery and you're not sure what's going on and there is like that is a definitely a whodunit and all that yeah this yeah just wasn't that and i think they i mean God, I they bodies 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 <laughs> i mean to be fair they did state that straight up they're like you're you're all gonna die mm-hmm. <laughs> like and i yeah.
0: uh, you know what i mean credit where credit is due i guess it that does make it a little bit more unique in the fact that it plays it so early but it just i it didn't have anything of substance afterwards to keep you to keep you chewing on and it, yeah. like your comparison with knives out was is really good because that movie i mean it seems to play its hand really early on but then there is just more that keeps unraveling and
1: stuff yeah there's that there's another mystery that you weren't anticipating Yeah. Or another layer that, like, well, I wasn't expecting this. And and that's what Knives Out has. That's what Bodies 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 does. That's what Barbarian has. And that's what I kept waiting for this movie to have, and it just never did. Mm -hmm. But uh, maybe that's just an expectations versus reality thing. But the thing is, I don't really want to watch this again. So, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's... Yeah, there's nothing really making
0: me want to come back. Um, I Ralph Fiennes, his performance is fantastic, and I do uh, pretty much every scene that he's in, which is a lot of them. I, he is the scene stealer, and that's the only thing that makes me think, like, oh, you know, I liked that. Maybe I'll come back and want to see it again, but maybe I'll just watch a compilation on YouTube where it's, like, the menu, but only the Ralph fine scenes. I'll just... <laughs> something like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, it did remind me a little bit of I had said uh, Battle Royale to you, but the movie I was thinking more of was uh, Twenty Two July, which is on Netflix. It's about um, this terrorist attack in in Norway in two thousand eleven, where there was this like little like um, kind of like a youth leadership camp on this island, and mm-hmm. this terrorist came and like shot. Like killed like seventy seven people. It's it, terrible. But it's like hunting them down this island, and they're like trying to escape, and like the boats and everything they're hiding. And elements of this reminded me of that awful true story. Um, just in terms of like you're on this island, and you're you, the boat is very important, and you're gonna like impending danger, and you're really at risk of dying. Um, but yeah, I just had kind of. Uh, just made me think of it with those parallels, but obviously this one is very much a made-up story, and the other one was real. Um, yeah. Oh,
0: um, one thing, one other thing that kind of annoyed me. I, I know I'm being super negative on this movie. I really didn't dislike it. I did, I did like it. <laughs> it's just I he, didn't dislike it. I didn't <laughs> dislike it. Um, but the very beginning of this movie, um, I it I was. I was immediately kind of thrown off when it was it was like just a rapid fire intro of all the characters like it was like they were on the dock and then Nicholas Holtz character and Anya Taylor-Joy are constantly remarking on these other characters and they're like oh that's that guy oh oh those are those people and I'm like okay we don't we don't need this there can be a more organic way to introduce these
1: people than I think thought that was actually fine. I was like thank goodness. They're just going into it. <laughs> I I thought that was refreshing. Like I was glad it just like oh, I like it started. I'm like oh, they're about to go on the boat. They're headed there. They get the little tour and we're we're in. So I props to them. Like it does not take long for things to just go. That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pacing is not really an issue with this movie, which helps because no, it's, it's only well like paced. An,
1: and it's only like an hour 40 minutes, so. And again, in one location and it's mm-hmm. not boring. so i do think like you got to give it credit for being paced well and and holding the attention through that um yeah anything else to say olden uh no i don't think so all right what are you doing
0: what are you doing what are you doing no what are you doing what are you
1: doing no what are you doing what are you doing
0: all right, uh, what are you doing? Uh, well, we can quick start before we get into our individual stuff. We can quick start with our first impressions of God of War, um, which is mostly just all I've been playing this week. I told Jimmy I'm about halfway through, I think. Um, and so I'm farther than he is. So, I'll, I, de- I mean, I'll try not to spoil anything, but I definitely won't go past where where you are,
1: at least without being very general about it. But yeah, Jim, I mean I don't I don't really want to get into specifics at all, but Yeah. I think it's more of the same but not as good personally so far, 9 hours into the game. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at. I mean like I've heard the ending is is very good. I I just am missing certain aspects of the first game right now. I honestly, I mean, granted, only halfway through, I might
0: like the story more, um, even though I think the first one is, you know, obviously a very well-told father-son journey, which starts out very simple, gets more complex, and their bond and everything is fantastic. Still a great story. But I think this game is just more, like, it's going in a lot more directions I wasn't expecting. I think a lot of the um, themes it's kind of exploring is very very interesting um i don't know i will see whether i totally am still on board with that by the end but i i think i might hold this story in higher regard than the first one by the end
1: interesting um i liked how focused the the one in the original one is and it really hinges on their relationship which i think they develop very well mm-hmm and I like the linear momentum of it, and I feel like there's not as much momentum in this one so far. Again, I'm, you know, what, 20% through the game?
0: I think the the biggest problem for me just generally is that the linear sections are a little too long, um, and that has been pretty consistent with each of the realms I've gone to so far. Um, it lacks... I. Th- even though i you know prefer linear games i it lacks like the lake of the nine kind
1: of area yeah but i the, was surprised that they just kind of didn't have that any, I th- like i always assumed that we were just going to go back there and and use the you know use all that but it was yeah. kind of snow this time and
0: and i'm i'm not super opposed to like it being in a different location cuz obviously we did f- like very fully explore that last time we were there in the in the 2018 game Mm -hmm. but i don't know it's it's just feels weird going from this game that is kind of open world this very open area with just linear sections and now it's just a very linear game with a few smaller open sections and the open sections are fun because I always loved just riding around in the canoe and finding a little shore to go re- explore on. And that's That was my favorite part probably of the previous game. But it kind of breaks the pacing a lot. Because in the first game, it was just like, there were like three chunks of the game where I would spend all my time just doing side quests. Because it was like the different times where the different levels were on the lake and everything. So I just spend like several play sessions doing side stuff and then i'd get back onto the story but here it's like half of my play sessions are just side stuff because it's so sprinkled throughout and i feel like that's part of the reason why the momentum is kind of killed
1: so like you're saying like yeah like in in the first one you have the lake goes down now there's a bunch more stuff explore and you can just do that all at once yeah
0: and that is pretty much what i did
1: and I think I did that too when I replayed it. Like I just went and did like all the side stuff. Okay, I did all the side stuff I can. Now I'm going to go back to the main story.
0: Exactly. And so yeah, that kills the pacing for a little bit of the game, but that's for few more times. To- that's for far fewer times than this game, which while the open sections are smaller, there's more of them and there's a lot m- I think there are more things to do just in total. Um so I think that – I think especially the fact that we're doing all of the side stuff, I think that's part of the reason why the pacing is getting killed. um, But I don't know. That's
1: just something that the, the first one had better. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like going around as much. I also, I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like there's more stuff or it's like I go past them. Like, well, I can't do anything with that yet. So I have to wait till I come back. I honestly – I felt the
0: opposite I felt like there's only like two different things so f- like so far in my journeys that I've seen I'm like oh I can't do anything with that so I'll come back and now at the point I'm at I have one of the things so okay. I feel like it won't be too bad I'll just I'll maybe wait until right. I get maybe, the
1: other thing maybe you're right about that and I'm just kind of I don't know that that bugs me in every game though I don't like having to go back I know some people like to go back and explore things later oh, I'd rather see, I have it's it. like See, I'd rather just... Oh, you can explore... Metroidvania gameplay. (laughs) Love that. You can explore everything now, and then you can explore everything later on with that. Mm -hmm. Unless there is some sort of big central hub like the Lake of Nine. Yeah. um, That you're constantly going through, which doesn't seem like the case here. Um,
0: I'm trying to think what else I can cover without spoiling anything.
1: Yeah. the, I, I still think the menu system's bad like yeah not <laughs> terrible but it's worse than the what they had before that yes just worked. and it is
0: it is worse than the first game I don't know why they changed it I've gotten used to it at this point I still screw up on it occasionally but yeah I
1: don't know why they changed it it was so easy before <laughs> um I they got they don't have my favorite upgrade <laughs> from the last game which is you hit if you get a headshot, you get like the uh, extra frost damage explosion on your next throw. They don't have. Which is, m- what's right. it, what were we gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say they don't have my favorite either.
0: Um, which, which mine? Is, they kind of replaced it with something else. Mine was the like the hold R two for the slam, like we're on a weakened enemy, and you can, yeah,
1: like you could cleave them in half. Yeah sort of thing that was really fun too
0: that i use i i feel like i abused that all the time in that previous game and well, it was I, so cool i've gotten used to the replacement i actually don't mind the replacement one now but it's Which just you
1: like hack into them and then you chuck them
0: yeah and i kind of like that because it does frost damage a frost damage explosion but it it's not as powerful so
1: yeah I don't no I don't, I don't i don't i just yeah it's just i was like that's weird and Like, I don't think, does Atreus have runic attacks anymore? Because he doesn't for me. I don't, yeah, I think he does. He does? Where you hold square and you can send out, like, the bunch of wolves? I think he does. I think it just takes a bit to get to it. Okay, I'm, like, nine hours in the game, and I don't even have a heavy runic attack I just got mine for the first time yesterday. I'm, like, what the... Like, what is... Like, why is this not a thing yet? It's just weird to Yeah,
0: I'm, like, I was, like, nearly halfway through the game,
1: and I just got my heavy runic attacks. And, like, uh, I have my light runic attack. Like, it's it's not very good. Like, (laughs) it's, like, I don't even want to use it because it doesn't really do anything. So i don't yeah. know it's just like i haven't enjoyed that aspect of it as much i don't know if there's still like slots where you can put like the gems or whatever that give you certain perks there is it does it in a different way this game which i honestly are you talking about the accessories no it's different it's okay.
0: it i honestly might like the way this game does it more because it's a little less i guess it's i think it's
1: just a little easier more streamlined but well, when does that happen <laughs> <laughs> too late <laughs> that's Once the thing again. I'm like it's like why like I'm so used to all this stuff from the other game and I'm and I get you like want to reset it a little bit but it's like I feel like I am got to a point where I had really created my skill set from the last game and I I was just really enjoying the what I would did and some of that's just not even available in this game and other parts they just completely have withheld from the first several hours
0: of the game general um general enemy and boss variety i think is a lot better in this um which i mentioned to you i think is just partially because you know they already had a bunch of enemy types created so they can reuse those while also making new ones so obviously there's more of a variety but i think i'm most impressed with the boss variety so far because yeah i I like those little boss fights those are nice little addition even the mini bosses, I think I've only fought like doubles like once or twice. And it's never been, it's not like the same one over and over again, like the trolls or anything from the last game. Like it's, there's quite a bit of variety there. So I'm, I'm quite digging that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just don't, I have not enjoyed it as much. It doesn't seem as focused. It seems more all over the place. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the menu. <laughs> not the menu of the movie but like the 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 menu of the old game like it was it was very focused it was you could see what was going on you could kind of get some momentum plan things out create your skill sets and your armor and all that and this one it's like where the heck am i okay i got a tab over here i gotta use the triggers and what's mm-hmm. going on and i don't know yeah. yeah. That's I'm I'm I, I like it. It's mm-hmm. it's more of the same, but I'm like, why did they why did they change this thing that I liked more in the last game? Uh, yeah. That's where I'm yeah. at.
0: Uh we'll see. I we'll do a full review of this when we're both done with it. Um and I'll be very excited to talk about it, especially plot related, I'm sure. But yeah. There's
1: no like if I was a reviewer though, there is no way I would give this game a ten out of ten. Like, it is not a perfect game, in my opinion. Like, I, unless the ending is just so amazing, it blows (laughs) my mind. Yeah, uh,
0: I don't know. The, 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 since, since your part up to where I'm at, they're, they're introducing a lot of interesting plot things. And I'm really, I'm really interested to see where it goes. Um, hmm. so we'll see. But, yeah, I think that's it for God of War right now.
1: Yeah yeah we'll see our full review will come when we're both done with the game yep so that's but that's our uh, initial reactions now Holden what are you doing this week
0: um this week Jimmy I watched um uh, the new Christmas story film that <laughs> came out on HBO max <laughs> uh, titled a Christmas story Christmas um, which is a terrible title uh, I don't know why they called it that but you know. I've never seen the
1: whole first movie
0: Okay. I, I really like that first movie. I think it's just like the perfect, like the perfect, I think that one of the reasons why people like it is because it's like a perfect glimpse into like childhood innocence and like their view of like Christmas. And it's just a very nice movie to watch. I like watching it almost every year. Um, this one is about what you would probably expect from a legacy sequel like this, where they kind of like to rehash a lot of the same stuff, like that you might be nostalgic for from that first movie. Um, it's fine. I I don't think I'll rewatch it. Like it was just okay. Um, I I will say Peter Billingsley, who plays the um, Ralphie, who is also the lead, the kid in the first movie. He's very good. I don't know why he kind of stopped acting. I think he he's like friends with John Favreau and is like a producer on some of his movies. So he's like a behind the scenes kind of guy on a lot of stuff. But he's he was good in this. I don't not exactly sure why he stopped. Anyway. Um I also re watched Moonrise Kingdom just because I wanted to. I still really like that movie. So um go listen to our review of that i almost forgot that we reviewed that at one point um um i think that's it in terms of movies and then i uh, i've just been watching a lot of batman the animated series um been watching some succession and i think that's it jimmy How many episodes do you, where
1: are you at in succession these days
0: uh still like last couple episodes of season two
1: okay yeah
0: inching my way through i want to be watching it faster but i just i get like i'm just like oh maybe i'll just watch an episode of batman the animated series instead since it's only 20 minutes
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's hard to do this stuff when you have god of war too it's like Uh, yeah exactly i have this monster of a thing to play and it's like 80 hour or whatever 48 what is it? how long is it I think like to with all the side stuff I think it's like 50 to 60 yeah that's a long game mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I was seeing like
0: yeah. I think the story a lot of people are saying like 20 and I'm like dude I don't know how that's
1: possible <laughs> I don't know how, how you would beat that game in 20 hours it seems a lot longer than that if you only just went through because when I'm doing the story in those types of games I'm looking around the corners for collectibles mm-hmm. and that sort of thing um. But yeah. Uh, my turn. Yeah, your turn. Awesome. What are you doing? Uh, God of War Ragnarok, I think, has been pretty much it. <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, Emily and I finished Game of Thrones season five. Okay. And so, yeah. But I season five gets a lot of hate. I think it. I I think it's one of those things that people just uh the Dorn storyline is apparently much better in the books. Okay. And I think that's why people don't like season five, but as someone who's not read the books, I think season five is actually quite solid. Okay. And maybe that's just cause I hate Bran <laughs> and he's not even <laughs> in the season, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. Like they just took a season off of one of the main characters. Um, But uh, yeah, no, I, I think season five is, is, Pretty great, honestly, and it's a great Cersei season. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll be watching season six, uh, starting probably today, um, or tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. World Cup started today, Holden, so I'm excited for that. Cool. And um, yeah, I think I think that's it. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Oh, I I bought the um, the the came out for a music pack for the weekend on. Mm. Uh, Beat Saber, so I played through that and it was fun. Cool. So yes, very cool, very fun, and I really hope they port that over to the new PlayStation VR. <laughs> Otherwise, we would just have to use both headsets. I bet they will. That game's like popular enough. I don't know it's why they. It's the h- number one best selling game on it every week, and they have not confirmed. But why would they not confirm it? I don't know. I don't know. It's cr- yeah, it's whatever. I'm like okay. <laughs> I'll just have to have two headsets for a while, I guess. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'm doing, Holden. What are we doing next week?
0: So next week we have the final episode of Andor. Um, we also have um, that the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special kind of snuck up. Um, that's Oh, coming. yeah, it did. So we should probably do that. Um, in terms of movies, um, we have looks like Strange World or The Fablemans. I didn't realize they were coming out in the same week so i'd rather see the fablements i think
1: <laughs> i think i'd rather see the fablements too uh which stinks i i don't we'll see how strange world is i kind of feel bad for this movie because i feel like no one even knows it's coming out and no Sam, no one well you know it's a kids movie though and it's thanksgiving and they're that's true families are gonna go to strange world and not the fablements that's true so yeah, we'll probably do Fablemans.
0: We might do Strange World at some point. We'll see how. I guess we're going into
1: December, which is busy, so maybe not. But it might just never happen. Could yeah. be a listener request when it's we, on Disney Plus. Yeah,
0: we won't. Uh, we won't promise anything, but. Um yeah, I think that's that. And so if you want to leave us a re- uh, recommendation, you can do so by leaving us a 5-star review on iTunes or by emailing us at at gmail.com or by donating to our Patreon. I
1: think that's Is it. Is that G- everything, Holden? Awesome. I will say then, until next time. Adiós, pantalones. Love you. <sniffs> <laughs> That one movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dump.